When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. Day two of the joint practices between the New England Patriots and the Green Bay Packers. From a field outside of Lambeau Field that almost sort of makes it look like they're playing outside of a high school in a lot of ways. It was an uh, unusual look for day one. The Patriots had their moments. So did the Packers. Some players shined. Some players had their struggles. But is to be expected a few weeks out from the season while integrating new players, rookies, and so much more. But the Zeke was in the house. And the Zeke is one of the few players that actually addresses something that is on the top of the mind of my co-host Andy Hart depth or a lack thereof as the new England Patriots head into the 2023 season. And this shall be the topic on breaking Boston for Thursday, August 17th, 2023. It's your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart. Andy, we could spend hours, you know, days talking about Mac Jones, talking about Tom Brady, finally saying he's the greatest of all time, how he tries to emulate him and wants to be able to re- replicate the success that he experienced here for two decades spoiler alert he probably won't be able to we can probably? talk <laughs> i'm just giving him a fair shake that's all i remember i'm staying in my lane i'm being hopeful being patriots positive at, at every turn or whenever possible we could talk so this about is, the- this is mac jones third year as starter by this time brady had two super bowl rings or about uh, well, to get his second he, he was starter. uh no entering his third season yeah we started oh, as starter he started oh one oh two and oh three this as is the starter, year he won his yes, second not Super Bowl. His yeah now he was in the, the midst of a dynasty and 2003 by the way was uh and as gresh and fourier have been doing on their midday program um as i had a chance to talk about with our friend mike Dussault for another upcoming dynamite podcast series coming up from the new england patriots uh 2003 was a stunningly memorable season. There were so many great games during that season, like really, really terrific games. But again, another topic for another day. We could talk about the injustices uh, served to Robert Kraft because the legend of Buddy Parker looks like he will be going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame as contributor, not Robert Kraft. Gee whiz, if only Robert Kraft had been the most influential figure in football over the last 30 years, maybe someone would pay attention to him. But we digress. The Patriots roster, Andy. Yesterday, we saw some of the places of depth or lack thereof shine, like Devontae Parker having one of his best days. Granted, it was in pretend time for the Patriots connecting with Mac Jones. Mac Jones having a day for himself as well. Uh, but well, then, after, 
until it fell apart. It was he started he started hot, then it fell apart. It's kind of like most of our to then it returned to sack sack penalty sack penalty. Yes, exactly. Return of the Mac turned into return of the sack. I have a feeling we'll be running with that one a few times this year, and it's just sort of like most of our broadcasts. Hot start, <laughs> tough finish, uh, but fair. That's fair. That's fair enough. However, uh, places on the roster that were hurt yesterday included the secondary, which seemed to struggle a good deal yesterday, including Gonzo. Um, some of the other corners had some issues throughout the day, but m- more importantly, beyond how how they uh, sharpen their teeth or cut their teeth and sharpen their game in advance of the season. You're concerned with the lack of depth. Now, I know you've said before here and on Six Rings and beyond, how do the Patriots end up with, usually if you have a lot of stars, you don't have depth because you pay for the top heavy stars. Or if you have a lot of depth, chances are you've built a very utilitarian, solid middle ground of a team. And the Patriots find themselves kind of in between both of those. Like they, they kind of have neither right now. This doesn't This doesn't give me confidence heading into the season. No, and... You know, I'd go back to the first day of training camp when Matt Groh brought up the uh, famed Patriots uh, philosophy in the personnel department of we're not collecting talent, we're building a team. Well, okay. I mean, that's been around Mm -hmm. for 20 plus years. Scott Piola used to love to trumpet that. Now, I disagreed with it because I think back then they collected a lot of really good talent. They're called Hall of Famers and All Pros and and GOATs and all those things. Um, But if if you are building a team, isn't part of building a team not collecting talent, having depth and having the ability to, oh, we have an injury here, next man up, he'll be fine. I just don't see a lot of that. I think we've talked, I like to use the house of cards term for certain Mm -hmm. positions where, but, you know, like cornerback, they lack depth, they lack proven Mm -hmm. talent. I mean, and part of it is being exacerbated by Jonathan Jones continuing to go from, hey, they're managing his load to, Hey, where the hell is Jonathan Jones and why has he been out for so long? He's been out for like, he's been out for, this is a perfect example. Like Christian Gonzalez needs to get some run to get ready to possibly start his rookie season in the NFL. He'll start. No possible about it. He'll start. Because he's going to have, and so you're porked and screwed. Yeah. And Jack Jones as well. Jack Jones is likely going to start as well. He too makes a great play and then comes up and acts like a knucklehead and almost gets it. Like I'm telling you, there's zero chance. No acts. Is is it, yes at no act is that sounds like a Yodaism. Uh, <laughs> there's a very good chance I'm betting right now. I don't know if our friends over at FanDuel have an odd on this. Does Jack Jones play more than 11 games this season? I'm betting no. Mm, that's a um, that's a good number you set. A little more. 11 than and a half. half. 11 and a half. 11 and a half. Andy, we always got always got to put a hook in there. I would say no because you, you forget all the off the field stuff. You also have the fact that he's sort of a uh, undersized, frail built cornerback so you could even just have injuries as a concern before you get into legal issues because I've kind of accepted that the legal thing is going to drag its feet and probably won't be decided until after this season however that plays Mm -hmm. out so a suspension might be an issue next year from the NFL depending on Mm -hmm. how things play out but yeah like just a suspension from the team like every time he does anything it, it always feels like it comes with a little side serving of now, what are you doing? <laughs> like you right. make a great play. Oh, you pretend to kick the ball into the crowd. Oh, that's stupid. In a game uh-huh. that might cost you 15 yards. Like, oh, uh-huh. you make a great play. You get in somebody's mm-hmm. face. Oh, great. That'll cost us 15. So there's a little, but again, you're beholden to him. You need him. He's your starting. There's nobody else. Right. So 
Um, Marcus Jones got cooked at practice yesterday. Now I'm starting to believe that you may be right, that Marcus Jones may be better served as a special teamer and an offensive weapon. He's had a tough game no cornerback. about it. He's not a very good corner. He's not a he's not a high-end oh. cornerback. He's a mediocre at best cornerback, in my opinion, and I think that's been obvious for a year and a half now, you know, despite what you may read at some of the more uh, propagandistic uh, websites and blogs across the internet. He is what he is. But is that AndyGreshDaily.com? Yeah. <laughs> Cornerback is not the only position. Like we see the offensive line being really bad because the hot the the starters, I won't even call them high end because I don't know if some of them are even high end, but the starters, the projected starters can't be out there and it all falls apart. Zeke is the perfect example. You go into a preseason game where you're not going to play Ramondre Stevenson, and your options are JJ Taylor, who is what he is at this point in his career, and Two second-year players who I think face as many questions as they do face, you know, propaganda. I don't know how many mm -hmm. lovers there are of Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris at this point. Pierre Strong now dealing with an injury. So you, we talked about it all along. You needed a veteran back. You got Zeke. He shows up. I'm not sure whether he's playing guard or running back because he looks rather <laughs> um, oversized at this point. He looks f fulfilled. Uh, which makes me wonder. Yep. How big was Leonard Fournette that he wasn't even on their radar because he showed right. up to a workout overweight? Like he must be massive, a at balloon, this point. like ballooned out at this point. Absolutely, yeah. But I mean, Zeke will so, get in shape in time for the season. He'll be fine. Oh yeah, no problems here. It'll be fine. No problem. I actually thought he looked pretty good catching the ball yesterday. Like he, did. he looked relatively athletic. He did uh -huh. not look like the memes making the rounds on the internet of that really fat guy with like a half shirt on falling on his face on a football. Right. No, no, that he didn't look that laugh. bad. Yeah, that those, made me laugh. But we're going to need a lot of those, by the way, to get through the season this year. We're going to be like, we're going to be like, they like the uh, talking about the Jets. They may be the dream team. The Patriots may have to be the meme team for us to enjoy this season. Yep. Sometimes you need to laugh so you don't cry. And that may be the story of the Patriots season. But getting back to the the big picture question. Depth. So you, you don't have a lot of stars, right? Matthew Judon is kind of your only true star. What was he, 33? third on the top 100 by NFL That's Network. Right. Yep. He snuck into the uh, Jeremy Fowler ESPN top 10 rankings at like eight, I think. Beyond that, who are your stars? Like Ramondre Stevenson, we all love and we think is a rising star. And maybe this conversation feels a little different at the end of the year if you turn him into a star. But there's aren't we I'm being told the Patriots have Mac Jones on a rookie contract. And mm -hmm. that, I've been told, is the most valuable thing in all of sports because it allows you to fill out your roster with high-priced players at other positions. And yet, I don't see a lot of high-priced players. Okay, I can accept that. Bill's not into high-priced players. Bill's not going to overpay. Bill's going to build a deep roster. With now I'm being told in this year, different year, different uh, producer, saying they're not deep anywhere and oh. they're relying on rookies and moffies and so's and reefs all over the roster. The right. one place you can say that they are deep is the defensive front. Absolutely. They're deep. They're good. They're young. They're, mm -hmm. they have everything on the – everywhere else is like – Curran was talking about this when I filled in on, on uh, Gresham Fourier the other day. Like, especially on offense, tight end, even wide receiver isn't overly deep. It has that group of complementary twos and threes, right? The receivers mm -hmm. we all talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. But there's still a wide open spot for at least Demario Douglas or Kayshawn Booty to be the fifth receiver. Like even that isn't overly deep. And I just was this by design? Is there did everything just kind of accidentally? Well, we did this, so this and then, huh? 
and you scratch your head, how did we get here? Like, I, I don't want to say it's roster mismanagement, but it feels a little like roster mismanagement. I mean, there's one thing to be said about trying to build a roster in Belichickian capacity that has a strong middle class. That's sure. something we heralded and pointed to and lauded him for, for the better part of the double dynastic run. Like there's always wrong. someone that, yeah. And the funny it was thing wrong is along the time, like it, they had, one of the, they had stars and also uh, they had the they great, had Hall of Famers. They had the great, yeah, I know. Like no one's get like, we're not taught, like we don't pay enough deference to the Brewskis and the McGinnis and the yes. Rables and the Think Matt what Lights those guys and the Seymours and the Laws. Like, like this team could use the, forget the, uh, Brady is the goat, won't be replicated. I'm not talking about Brady. I'm talking about the fact that you always had a pro bowl slash all pro receiver, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it was Moss, whether it was Troy Brown, whether it was Julian Edelman, Wes Welker, Branch, like Welker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All along the way or tight end, you had Grunt. Like we're trying to talk ourselves into, Ooh, Mike Kosicki is going to be a 12 touchdown. Nope. He's not. And Gronk did that because Gronk was great. Gasicki is who he is as a middling tight end. And I just, it, it's frustrating. Hell, even Ben Watson was better than the tight ends that we have on the roster at this point now. Yes. Early yes. Ben Watson. Don't, like we sleep on early Ben Watson. I've been watching some cutups recently because like a lot of Patriots fans, Andy crazy thing. I have this trouble. I keep living in the past. Well, you know what? The past was better. <laughs> uh, also, there was uh, there was Ben. Glory Cousins. days. It you was know who's ben coming to Gillette? Yeah, Bruce. Appropriately so, Bruce. Glory Bruce. days will return to Gillette. I promise. It's the it's the column I wrote like five months ago. But the only way Glory days are returning uh, is if you go to the Bruce Springsteen concert. Oh, uh, and the wink of a young girl's eye. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, no, it was Ben Coates' birthday on Wednesday, and I got caught up in some Ben Coates highlights. That oh, dude, unreal. That, he he would be. He doesn't even get enough. He, nope. He would be the best tight end in the NFL right now. Um, I think there's a legitimate comparison, contrast, whatever you want to call it, with Gronk, who is now, by most fans, accepted as the greatest. I think if Ben had played with Tom Brady, the championship era, made some of these plays against the Colts or the Ravens in big playoff games, things of that nature. I think Ben Coates, first of all, would be in the Hall of Fame a long time ago, and mm -hmm. Ben Coates would be a a name on the tips of tongues of people about Patriots legends, all-time greats. He just unfortunately played in a different era, got the absolute snot kicked out of him because Bledsoe was like, hey, when in doubt, throw to Coates. There's three Hospital guys ball. Hospital ball. Right. When in doubt, throw to Coates. He was the option. I know. But, uh, yeah, I just – when you look at the roster, like you've got Hunter Henry and at tight end right now with mild, uh, mild Gesicki, I was going to call him, for the mild dislocation, as they were calling it, of his shoulder. That's not great. Yesterday, the offensive line – Whistles galore, as we're now going to call them. The bum, the the bum fight or hobo rumble is over. It's whistles galore now because I know that sounds like somebody James Bond came onto in a movie, but they're having issues all over the line because there's Mafia's getting penalties, So's getting penalties, So's over at right tackle, Reef is kicking into guard. Like again, it that's not what the line is supposed to look like September 10th, but they've had line issues for the better part of two years now. They just can't keep these guys healthy and they can't pick a damn line and line continuity was one of the keys to the last time this team made a deep playoff run the 2018 season which ended in a super bowl against the rams the There's other thing that was key and who's a linebacker by the way who's plays linebacker on this team Jawan bentley and that's it I, I can literally name one linebacker 
Adrian Phillips, Kyle Duggar, Kyle Duggar, <laughs> Julia Jabril Peppers, uh, Marty you know, Bapu. And that's another example of a position that I would argue that position is almost symbolic of the overall roster. Jawan Bentley is a good, not great player, and they mm-hmm. have no depth. So they don't have a high end guy because he's, so giving, he's and fine. he's getting nine million dollars to be good, not great. You know, mm-hmm. people like we spend more on special teams or they spend more. I'm not going to be that guy. They spend more on special teams than any other team. We, what position do you play? Yeah. 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 We went eight, nine last year, but this is uh, stop it. All right. You get it. Yeah. Like they're good. Yeah. Like you say he's He's good. Not great. He can come up with plays at times, but is he a $10 million a year guy? Probably not. I don't no. know. Yeah. No, I don't really want to. And that's, that's just the the frustration, and I think what magnifies it is, and this is what I got into a fight with um, Andy Gresh on the radio because he's very defensive of this topic. Show me a team that has depth in the NFL. I said, wait a minute. You're not listening to the entire argument. It's not teams that don't have depth. It's teams that don't have stars or depth because he fixates on the AFC East. I know for a fact the other three teams in the AFC East have stars. Like I've said, they're, they're well-told star quarterback, making a lot of money, star receiver, making a lot of money, star edge rusher, star, this multiple star receivers that they build their offense around all of that. Star corners. Yep. Patriots don't it's Judon. Judon is their star that with his fresh new uh, pendant that Kendrick Bourne gave him, which I hope um, he can use this time next year. Cause I have questions about him wanting to wear a Patriot logo next year when he realizes, oh. wait a minute. Wait, wait, you advanced me salary last year and now you're not planning on giving me any more because I'm a little older and like I I don't know where the long term star power is, even if they sign, let's say, Kyle Duggar. Mm-hmm. Kyle Duggar has not taken the step to all pro or pro bowler. He's a good player. Like, I like mm-hmm. his game. He's a good player. Do you Josh believe him say. capable? Do you believe Kyle Duggar capable of that, though? Um, no, of being a of being a. Pro bowler, yes. Anything beyond that, I've kind of given up. I'm not real big on, like, the year four jump. And generally, if guys are going to be NFL stars, they're stars pretty quickly, right? Like, they come in, they take one year to give you a flash, and then maybe year two, they'll become a star. It's hard to become a star in the middle of your career. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I just don't think it's the most likely route. Like, Sauce Gardner is an example. Dude's a star. Came in, said, I'm a star. A lot of these pass rushers, these Boses and Watson guys come in Mm -hmm. and prove I'm a star. Like, Mm -hmm. you kind of just are. People, Derwin James. I think people in San Diego. uh, Well, yeah, it was San Diego. Los San Diego. Yeah. Um, Like, they knew he was a star, and he's become a star for that team. He's been paid like a star. He's a great player when healthy. Right. I think Kyle Duggar is a good player. Good, not great. And so... I don't know if there's any great players on the roster, and some of the ones that I think could be great haven't done it yet, right? Christian mm-hmm. Barmore should be Not, great. I think he should be mm-hmm. filling in the greatness level on this roster, or even Mac Jones, right? Year three, quarterback, first-round pick, should be elevating himself into greatness. I don't know if he is, and he's trying to you know, reach the standard or, or pass along the standard that Tom Brady set. Bad news for you, buddy. You ain't. <laughs> Not right now, anyway. <laughs> You would th- you would think the way that the Patriots uh, one pl- and one one final note one spot that they might actually have some depth at right now and this will be a uh, we'll call it a storyline of intrigue in the mind of Andy Hart as camp progresses and we head towards the start of the 2023 season. Seems like we have a little depth and competition at the old kicker spot. Big Nick is not going gently into that good night. He's given Chad Ryland a run for his money. Yeah, and one of the few places I don't really want competition is kicker. <laughs> I can only use one. <laughs> 
I just need I, one of you jackasses. Right. To just I would love to have between the poles. Right. There's two tackles. There's three linebackers. There's three corners. Those places I'd love to have competition in depth because I can play multiple guys if you're all worthy of being on the field. Still no can't have a multiple kick. kicker formation. I mean, I guess you could. Like, all right. Would that be funny? Would that be funny if I can't believe we're this is what it's coming down to now in the yeah, AFC East? We're dreaming of the laugh that it would be like. Remember last year the ring around the rosy formation that the Chiefs yep. did. Um. Side note, as a flag football coach this fall, I may or may not try to duplicate some of that just to piss off some of the local coaches down here. I'm sure I'll, I absolutely should. Well, we're not going to have the most talent by any stretch, but we're going to have trickeration. Stinks. So (laughs) come on. Point being, wouldn't it be funny if could the Patriots find a way to have two, one snapper, two holders, and two kickers? Absolutely. Or. That would be kickoffs. How about just kickoffs? Bill puts both of them out there, and afterwards, uh, why did you have Ryland and Folk on the field? We did what we thought was in the best interest of the team. We put our best eleven out there. Their best eleven special teamers could include two kickers. (laughs) Okay, this right here, we'll leave on that note. If (laughs) two kickers highlights your lack of depth and your best eleven on the field. If Chad Ryland and Nick Folk end up being top 10 Patriots, we're in a whole heaping load of trouble. This bears this merits watching. This bears interest. We'll keep both eyes on this one as the Patriots continue joint practices this week and, of course, next week against the Titans. Don't forget, Saturday night, 8-15, Patriots versus Packers, the pretend season game number two of 2023. How much run will Mac Jones get? Will Malik the Freak get a couple of meaningful snaps under center as well? Will any of the wide receivers acquit themselves can any of these corners hold up against the Packers fleet of offensive talent so many questions and how many other storylines will we address on the latest six rings and football things podcast this conversation will be continued later there today and throughout the week so you're going to want to subscribe to that give us a holler as the kids like to say smash that subscribe button tell your friends all about it this is breaking Boston we'll talk to you later on six rings and football things good thing for uh the Odyssey Boston uh podcasting department We've got depth. Actually, no, we don't. It's just us. Just us. Just us. We're the two kickers. (laughs) Am I Ryland and your folk or...